0: Our last word on sport on Today FM.
1: With Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie.
0: Rugby hurling and Gaelic football to come here on The Last Word in Sport, but let's start with soccer and maybe something of a damp squib of a final weekend, because Manchester City are the champions, Arsenal Manchester United and Newcastle all have the Champions League spots nothing at the top end of the table to really look forward to so it's all about relegation at the bottom and it's between Everton and Leicester City because Leeds are doomed after all the things you told me Mark Laurenson during the year, that I wasn't to worry that Leeds would survive They have turned out to be, as I feared, utterly rubbish because of that damn Yank who got in charge last year instead of Bielsa and bought a whole load of crap players when Rafina and Calvin Phillips left. How could you have misled me all year,
1: Mark? Well, I do like you, Matt, honestly. Um, (laughs) I, 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 I did think when Garcia came in, I mean, obviously the results improved a little bit. And I kind of thought, you know what, they're actually going to be all right. But Bamford hasn't really scored. That's, that's really been a problem. Um, still a good as, player as he is. But really, Matt, you know, def- defensively, I, I don't know off the top of my head how many goals he conceded this, this season, but it seems to me like an awful lot. Oh, he conceded 74 goals. Well, there you go. That, that, you, you don't need me to speak anymore because that really seriously tells the story. And, uh, you know, the Palace game 5-1 when they won the look and the Liverpool game, what was that? 6-1. If you lose, if you're losing to those kind of teams and those kind of results, Matt, you're com- well, you have no confidence. It's absolutely on the floor. And I think Sam Allardyce has obviously tried to raise that a little bit to a certain degree. He's done okay, but. I'm with you I'm afraid I think it's the last rights on Sunday. See Tony isn't it a sign
0: that you can't do things on the cheap in the Premier League because in the first season back under Bielsa they came ninth and that was when serious investment was probably needed because players had overperformed and apparently Bielsa said I've gotten as much out of many of these players as I can and instead they bought God help us Dan James from Manchester United and Junior flipping Furple at left back of one of the worst <laughs> I've ever think seen right and they suffered because of it and they sacked Bielsa and by miracle survived despite Marsh last year not because of him as he claimed but despite him managed to survive last year and then as I said Soil Rafinha and Phillips are two best players which maybe had to happen but bought a load of rubbish afterwards because of Marsh wanting to play a form of anti-football that went against everything of the principles that Bielsa had installed and that we all loved watching when at least even if they lost they lost with some style
2: Oh, that was a team salt there, Matt. That was brilliant. <laughs> um, but you get a lot wrong. I mean, look, the man, I've, my myself Bielsa, Matt, was um, a guy that had his team certainly in the palm of his hand for a while. They'd run through brick walls for him. Leeds lost that. he be he'd play against, and that's the goals against Collum, And, you know, people were listening now and tell him, Bielsa's team conceded a hell of a lot of goals as well. But you always had a go, Matt. You always took in to teams do um, you know what Matt last Sunday was really weird watching Leeds you were fantastic for 20 minutes you got bodies in the box you were doing long throws and McKennie was getting in and you got a great goal the moment you went 1-0 up you just went revert to type you just tried to hang on you know Sam was trying to hang on to a game I thought you lost the golden opportunity at West Ham the story Matt you've named all the players um, look recruitment's not been great you live and die by your recruitment Leeds didn't get it right I. Uh, To this day, Matt, I've always argued that I would never have got rid of So I would have stayed with him to the end of the season, at least, Matt. I think he earned the right and the stripes on on his T-shirt for... You know, what he achieved at
0: Leeds. But isn't Sam Allardyce some bluffer at the same time as well? Because one of the things, the, the week Bamford missed the penalty against Newcastle, his excuse was, well, you know, that was the way things were done before we came in here and I uh, didn't change it. The whole reason Allardyce was brought in was to change things. You would have thought, Tony, that he would have had enough cop to know mm. that Bamford had been missing penalties, hadn't been on form, and that Rodrigo was the guy who should have been the penalty? How can he actually. And then last week he starts giving out about the subs not being good enough. So starting, first of all, about mm. taking the pressure off the players by saying, I'm as good a coach as Guardiola, Klopp or Arteta. Suddenly, he's by the three games in, all oh, my players aren't good enough.
2: Matt, I'll tell you a quick uh, word about Sam as he described him. I was playing at Gilliam. I was 19 years old. and He was playing for Millwall. He's a centre-half of a You know, an experienced centre-half. He had a white suit on. He turned up at Preachfield, which is Gilliam Stadium. And I was in the tunnel... And before the game, he went, goes onto the pitch, walks past me, puts his foot, stamps in the ground, tests it, see what it's like, the pitch, turns around, walks back, and as he comes point, back past me, points me and went, see you at three o'clock. And walked past and walked on. He had this white suit, Matt, and I laughed. I laughed at him at that time. He's never, ever got away from that ego of, you know, it's about me at this particular time. I'm, you know, the real thing. And, look, he's done, he's done some really good things in football. But I'm I'm just not sure if, you know, what I thought Sam would do. You still consider what, Matt, his three games he's been there, seven goals. That was something you wouldn't, you know, um, uh, ever have dreamt. The, the big Sam, he always prides himself on defending. And uh, it's, it's backfired, Matt. It really has. And he, he hasn't really, for me, he hasn't installed anything in the team.
0: Yeah. No, so Leicester are at home to West Ham, and Mark, I suspect, even though West Ham came back and beat Leeds last week, they've got a European final next week. Leicester must have a great chance, despite their poor recent form, of winning that. In which case, Everton would have to beat Bournemouth because well, Everton Everton's goal difference is inferior to Leicester's. But yeah. surely, even without Don McCle- Calvert Lewin, Everton just had that thing about them. They don't get relegated. Everton will do enough to stave off Leicester, won't they?
1: I'm with you. Yeah, most definitely. Uh We've talked about this before. Fantastic home support. They'll all be in there. They'll make an absolute massive noise, like they did for uh, for Frank last year when he was manager there. When they managed to avoid re- relegation on that particular time, also quite a few years ago, did the same against Wimbledon. Um, I just I just think that Everton will will win that by by hook or by crook. They got Bournemouth who. You know they can go out there and play nice, free, open football, but the, you know if the tackles start flying about, they, they they won't be involved in it. Bournemouth, they'll be like, oh, hold on, I'm not getting injured and spending half my time in this it's when I should be in the sun, actually, on the treatment table." So I do I do think they'll win. I mean, Leicester did all right at Newcastle the other night. Hang on and got a draw, but no, I just I see I see uh, Everton going going through, Matt. Well, say obviously staying up as it were.
0: Okay, one final one, Tony. Chelsea beaten 4-1 at Manchester United last night uh, Lampard got the boot out of Everton bizarrely gets the call up at Chelsea it has been something of a disaster and it looks like unless results go their way at the weekend they're going to be the lowest ranked team in London in this year's Premier League after spending all that money I mean, what does that say about the players and the setup at Chelsea?
2: Well, the setup and the players, Matt, they had an idea and it was to bring in the youngest and brightest talent in Europe and you know, spend lots of money, uh, but that would be the team in the future. And well that got lost along the way because they changed manager, Graham Potter was there, and now obviously when. Frank's taking over. Do you know the biggest thing I find very really strange about Frank? The team selection last night. You've taken Thiago Snova and Koulibaly to Manchester United and put them on the one's thirty three and the other one's thirty seven, Matt. And you're playing these kids. But that's a get-out-of-jail card. He doesn't need to play kids. You play your best team and try and get results but for me. Even if the game's irrelevant for Chelsea. Because, you like, Oh, we're playing, playing all the young lads, that's yeah, great, we'll see what... You find out what... Mark will tell you this. You find out what young lads are about in pre-season. You play them in pre-season games, and you might go, one or two of these are in the squad. For the next season, I'm going to use some of these. But to use them in Premier League games when he couldn't buy a win, well, I think that's well, I think it's scandalous, Matt. That's a terrible way of managing for me. And look, what's happened since, if can't buy a goal in his team, you, you know, you look at them, the league goal. I mean, last night, Matt, it could have easily been 8-3. I mean, and he talks about, well, we had chances in the first half. Did you see how many chances Man United had in the second, match? Every time they went forward, they looked like they'd, they'd score
0: we got to leave it there. Tony Casquino, Mark Lawrence, and thank you. all as a listener here is definitely trying to troll me, saying Leeds would have stayed up if they'd kept Marsh as manager. Not a chance. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4
2: 30. Today